0: Thank you, Lord. Father, we look to you this evening, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, we look to you. We look to you, our Lord and the Savior. We look to you, Lord Jesus. Father, we do not look to ourselves, Lord. For if no man should think he has sufficiency in himself, but we have sufficiency in you, Lord Jesus. Our Lord Jesus, we thank you for your wisdom. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your power, your, your wisdom in our midst. We thank you for all that you will do today. We thank you for all that you are about to do today. Our God and our Savior will just say thank you. We will just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, our Lord and our Savior. Oh, we Jesus, just worship you. We give praise to you, Lord. All adoration be to you, our God and our savior. Mm. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, Lord Jesus. All adoration be to you, Jesus. Mm. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, just type in the chat room. Just type in the chat room. Just, just communicate it literally. Everybody that can hear me. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I hope, yeah, everybody can hear me good. Thank you, Jesus. If you can hear me, you can type in the chat room too, so I can. can. I'm very sure everybody can hear me now. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Good evening, everybody. Praise God.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wait, I just hear it sounds like brought Yes, sir. No, <laughs> I know you, sir. That voice. Yeah. I've heard that voice so many times I cannot miss the voice. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Sorry, I'm just trying to gather myself. Praise God. Uh, Where's my co-preacher? You know yourself, oh.
2: Good evening, sir.
0: Now, let somebody shout hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Praise <laughs> God. I really enjoyed you preaching with me last week so. I think we should continue today again. If you didn't do well, I won't call you this week.
2: Wow. Thank you, sir. It's an honor.
0: Praise God.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We appreciate you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. 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 Um, I would like us to do just a short recap. And there's a sister in my mind. Just a short. I hope she's in a place where she can talk. She has been on my mind since this meeting started. So... I'm sorry if I will put you on the spot, Sister Shayna, How you doing, ma? Yeah, you saw where you can talk? Ah, oh, maybe she can't
3: talk. Hello, sorry.
0: sir. We can talk. Ah,
3: <laughs>
0: we're the first person that crossed my mind, so I say, you know what? Yay. Let me talk today. Um. Uh, then Stephanie, uh. I'm sure you were around last week. Praise God. I don't know if Bam Bam is there. Just three people. Yeah, so Sashena so will go first. Stephanie. When I say Stephanie, Stephanie, um, well, what was her last name? Oh, Akpai. Okay, sir.
3: Uh, good evening, sir. I wasn't around last week. Not
0: around, okay. No. Yeah, yeah. I also
3: have a confession too. Oh my God, I wasn't. I didn't stay around as well, sir. I'm sorry.
0: I thought I saw you last week, Shaina.
3: I didn't. I I stayed for a little bit, but then I ended up leaving.
0: Okay, well, you tell me the part that you stayed. Thank you. Hallelujah! Don't worry, there's no escape route here. I don't know if Bamba was here last week. He Um, was in
1: 19. Were you here? No, sir. I wasn't around last week. You stopped class. Sir, I'm so sorry. I'll catch up. He's okay. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I
0: can see some of my people here. My wife was not in class yesterday, so let me leave her alone. Okay, let's start with Sister Shane and then I will know what else to call again. Please be very comfortable. No, but you don't have if you don't get it right, we'll explain it again. So don't be ashamed. I'm sure you will get it right, anyways. Can you give me a short recap of what you listened to last week? Praise God. Hello, Sister Shane. Yeah, thank you.
2: I'm here.
0: Yep, that's the little you got last week. Mm. You can't remember. I don't tell you, you cannot remember anything. People <laughs> were shouting, Wow, I was so blessed. I was so blessed.
3: Sir, so I'm shy. Sure.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Time is even going, actually. You know what? Time is going. The righteous is as bold as a lion. Hallelujah. Ah, I was just- Because time is going, I don't want time to just go like that. That's why I want to quickly leave. I know, because left to me, it will have stayed here. Praise Jesus. Okay, but we're very many in class last week. We were like sixty two. So I'm wondering those that were not in class. All right. Praise Jesus. Left, bro Daniel. Bro Daniel was in class last week and Effie. was in class last week. So let bro Daniel do something. Daniel, praise God. Hello, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Sir, there are two Daniels, my own Daniel. Yeah, you should know that. You should know. Okay, sir. Um, Praise God. I think the few things I, I recall from last week's class, sanctification, was um we talked about um, about God's wisdom being light and that that light is actually the, the answer to the darkness and the light that contradicts the darkness or the light of this world. And that's what they are trying to sanctify us from. So I think we talked about um, sin being a veil and we, it needs another light to shine to unveil, you know, The to unveil the deal that has already been cast on us. I think we saw that that light is a light that you know, even men in this world they they couldn't comprehend it. So, yeah, we tried talking about sanctification, and then and um, I think we talked about um, so then don't go too far. This is you know, the one that you know, I really stuck with me that the only way to unveil the darkness is just through. There's only one answer, which is the lights. You know that men couldn't comprehend. I know there was a past we spoke about this, and uh, um, yeah, yeah. Let me leave it unless my brother here wants to add some few things. Uh, yeah. okay. Let him
0: do. That's dummy, right? Wow. So, so,
4: <laughs> um, so we're looking at um. I think initially through the uh scripture, John seventeen, where Jesus was talking to the disciples and he went through a lot of things about, you know, that though they are in the world and uh, that you know he doesn't pray that they take them from the world but keep them from yes. the evil. So we saw that the evil, you know, a sin, which Daniel was saying about uh blindness, which is like another life that is projected as reality, but it's a lie. Um we kind of saw that pretty much one of the biggest things about the world was that the world was a uh, the world or the spirit of the world. Um, it's what it does, is it is contradicts the consideration of the yeah. word of God. Um, that uh, and then pretty much like Daniel said, light, you know, light is the answer to that. And you know, one of the biggest things, I think you give an explanation with, um, I think one of the things you said when you even got born again straight away that you see the wisdom of god even in effects even from the new birth where there's a, a dawning and there's like a realization mm-hmm. that you know some things should not be that some things you shouldn't yes. do anymore you give mm-hmm. an example with parting yeah. with fornication you know with uh clubbing different things like that That there's just that consciousness that yes. This is not the light of God, that this is not the way you know God wants things to be. Um, also, I think we looked at the, the scripture of First Thessalonians 5 about the uh, sanctification of you know of the wholeness of the spirit, soul, and body. So, there was the emphasis on um, generally, I know one of the biggest things we emphasize on is the salvation of the soul, but the Lord. Wants to move through all aspects of man. Uh, I think from there we move to the different teachings about sanctifications that in the church, like in the manual, about you know, some believe that you must be sanctified before being born again. Some see it as like an experience that continues, things like that. So I think,
0: yes, that's where I would give any extra for someone else all right um angela we talk but i think i call sister Effie first What's so Sister Effie talk Effie, um a double
2: praise okay.
3: god. praise god i'll just briefly i'll just say one thing that really struck me and i think um we touched on this in our meeting on saturday um where i was asking that why why did jesus have to <clears throat> in verse 19 of john 17 have to be sanctified. And it's not because he had sin; It's just that he's a pattern for man to see, you know, how to overcome um this world. Um, there's something that you, you said sanctification is a pattern that a man must follow. And you said it's a wisdom movement, and that by the time man sees that thing, they will see the manner of escape. So that was that was that was one of the um lessons I picked up from last week. Thank you, sir. Praise
0: God. Then Angela, you raise up your hand, and that'll be last person. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you, sir. Um, Just one thing I, I remembered I wanted to add was um when you spoke about one of the blindnesses or darknesses, you spoke about blindness and explained it as um not like, blindness is not just maybe not having a certain knowledge, but it's actually having a lie as your truth or having like a lie as your reality, um, and you were basically speaking about how the com the the um, answer to that is the word, which is truth. And um, another thing you spoke about was one of the deceptions that Satan has put us believers in, which is deception of um, that it's impossible for us to live like free of sin, for us to actually get to that point where we um, are living a life without sin, um, and how. That's something that is a lie as well that Satan has concocted for us. And that if Jesus, if that was not possible, that Jesus would not come, that that was actually the reason why, you know, like one of the reasons why Jesus came. And um yeah, those are just two things I wanted to add. Thank,
0: Thank you, God. sir. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. Um, this is beautiful. Um, you know, when people recap message like this, it's very encouraging. You want to preach more. Yeah, praise God. praise God. I want to welcome my pastors. I want to welcome Pastor Jeff, Pastor Bokome, Pastor Ceci. I really appreciate you, and um, I appreciate the opportunity to teach here. You know, all these people I just mentioned are better teachers than me. I mean, I don't even know how to teach. I admire them so much, so it's an honor and a privilege. Uh, please, if I'm teaching anything wrong, don't be afraid to correct me up. Praise God.
3: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. 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 How are you all? Praise God. Sister Betty. Yes, sir. Woo, 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 woo. All right, let's just move on from here. Uh, there's a scripture that I really want to read. It's going to be a little long read before can you Vetti, can you open to Romans chapter 6? Okay, okay. I just want us to just read it. Okay, just, sir. Yeah, then we'll go back so. to the manual. Praise God. Romans, just from verse 1, just continue reading. I just want us to just read. It. Let's just enjoy reading.
2: Okay, sir. Romans 6 from verse 1.
1: Yeah.
2: What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Mm-hmm. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life.
0: Let's go. Let's do that. Let's do that. So um, you can see from this scripture that the Bible says, but if those were dead to sin, how will they still live to sin?" Praise God. Now, uh, I want to look at two, two um, two angles to this thing. Your spirit man is dead to sin. Praise God. And every man should understand that that the day you got born again, your spirit man died to sin. Yes. Praise God. Your spirit man, I'm talking about your spirit man now. And a part of your soul, some part of your soul. Praise God. Not all of your soul. Mm. Some part of your soul. Just some part of the soul that just that God just touched. That thing is according to is a, is I, I I noticed that over time I'm beginning to realize that the chunk of sins, how um, New Bed takes away from the soul, is different from everybody. I've met some people that the day they got born again. Like, the, the amount of separation they received was very high.
1: Yeah.
0: Very high, that you just notice that things that are, we have to stop by revelation, they already stopped it the day they got born again.
2: Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. But, it's obvious that your spirit man died to sin. In other words, your spirit man cannot sin. Your spirit man cannot sin. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? But the problem here is that if a soul gives himself to sin continuously, that spirit man—I'm going to touch that before the end of this teaching—but I just want to quickly throw this out there: that spirit man can still give way. Praise Jesus. So mm-hmm. you see that's when well First um, Peter chapter, Second Peter chapter one verse. Chapter two verse nineteen was saying that um, if a man continue and um, go, go um, continue in sin, the end of him will be worse than what he were the beginning before um, what he was before. That's um, I'll quickly read it. Let me quickly read that scripture because I don't. I want people to be. sure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, while the promise of liberty, they themselves are servant to corruption. For who a man will man overcome the same? He's brought here. Yeah, His same is. He brought in bondage, continue. For if after they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Jesus Christ, they again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse than the beginning. You see, they've, been, they've escaped pollutions of the world True. through the knowledge of the Lord. So this one is not born again here They've learned it. I want to just throw it out there, then I will touch it again at the end of this teaching. Maybe not today, maybe next week. But I just want to put it out there because I know many people struggle with this thing, that how can someone that just got born again end up dying again? But this is scripture. He said, For if after they have escaped the pollutions of this world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse than with them than the beginning. Can we see? Is there something next? Is there 21? Quickly. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Is there a next one? But it is happened unto them according to the true verb. The dog is turned to his own vomit again and the soul that was washed To her, wallowed in the man. Is there anything next again? Please. Is that the end? That's the end, sir. That's the end. Okay. Let's let's leave it that way. Thank you, Jesus. So you can see that that spirit man, the man can become worse than the beginning. The Bible says it would have been better for him to have not even known the way of righteousness at all. In other words, if a man has learned righteousness and now goes back to unrighteousness,
1: Hmm.
0: it would be worse than, in fact, it's better that he never even got born again. Do you get what I'm saying? So, the, so a man should understand the fact that because he's born again, doesn't mean that he's just free like that. Satan can come to a point where he can deceive the person to pick up what he has disengaged from. Uh. So that's the reason why, because you're even free from sin, doesn't mean that you're already, you are already compl- done. You must grow to a point where Satan cannot convince you to go back.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. If Satan cannot, if clear can still convince you to go back, uh, you are not safe yet. So that's why our journey of our journey in our Christian journey, we have to continue rising. Don't 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 um don't don't slow down because you feel like you have attained the certain realm in the spirit. You know, there's certain realm that we we'll get to that we we'll just just like I have tried to ah. And everybody around them to tell them that, wow, you have really tried. Wow. Mm. But you celebrity among your friends, among your peers. If even your pastor is looking at you like, Kai, this guy has gone far. That's not the time to stop. Mm. Praise God. In fact, the further you go in the spirit, the more reason why you need to press in more. Because you have become a target of Satan. Yeah. Because you are there, you are becoming an example to many that you can attain this. And Satan wants to convince everybody that nobody can stay there. So, once you are there, is a a more reason to increase your speed. Many of us that God has really helped very much, it's not the time to now become master of um, righteousness and sit down and say, Kai, I've tried. Even though I'm an example among my friends. At that point, you're already becoming a target to Satan. It's a target. That Kai, this guy, if if we leave him like this, he's going to be an example to many and many people. Many people will be, will be pursuing the standard that he has attained. So, mm. see that to discourage everybody. So, you realize that I men that are at that place are a major target. And that's why they don't slow down.
1: Yeah.
0: They can fall. Once they fall, it will be a disastrous fall.
2: Mm.
0: Praise God. Hallelujah. I hope I'm not starting on a high note right now, but that's good. Um, praise Jesus. Let's go back to um, that Romans chapter 6. So he was saying that our spirit man is dead to sin, mm-hmm. and he was saying that we're baptized unto his death. Yes, sir. You know, I said if you were them raised Christ, like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also walk in newness. So in other words, you the the expectation is that now that this has happened, begin to walk in newness of life. Anybody that, is, that has that just got born again has the capacity to start walking in the newness of life. As they are revealing the life to him, he has capacity to walk in it. Yes, sir.
2: Someone
0: that is not born again does not even know what newness of life is. He's a dead man. You know, a dead man. He's not just lost. You know, you can... You can be in a place, in the right place, but you are still lost in that place. Do you get what I'm saying? You, know that was, you don't understand what's going on. You are in the right place, but you don't understand what's going on. But by the time you start asking questions, you will get yourself. Do you get what I'm saying?
3: Yes.
1: But
0: a dead man is, in the, is outside. Mm. The door has been locked against him. Unless he finds mercy to enter into that door, he's, he's lost. He can never find access. Praise God. But once a man gets born again, he is quickened. Um, Ephesians chapter 2, he is quickened when you are dead in trespasses and transgression. Praise okay. the Lord. We in time still walk according to the uh, powers of the prince of the power of the air. According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedience. Can he continue? Verse 3. Among whom also we all add our conversations.
1: Yes.
0: All of us. Our lifestyle, conversation is lifestyle, conversation is not talk, conversation is lifestyle in time past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we're by nature the children of rot. You see, by nature, in other words, we cannot help ourselves, we're just heading towards rot. Every action in us was rot, mm-hmm. even the one that looked like righteousness is still a rot. Yes, that's like the Bible was saying that the rot, of, the rot of man cannot walk out the righteousness of God. Mm. You get what I'm saying? A man that just tries to do righteousness of God is a rot. He's still ungodliness. The righteousness that we we're called to do is a revealed righteousness. Righteousness that is the one is Jesus Himself that is painting it to us.
1: Mm.
0: Yes, that's why a man cannot live righteousness without spending time with Jesus. Yes. but learn it. We come to learn righteousness. It is righteousness revealed from faith to faith. It has to be revealed. If I, you want to make a decision, that's why your spirit man must be so aligned with God. That way, you want to make a decision, you don't just make a decision because yesterday you were taught how to make that decision. No, you today you are asking God again because it's dependence. Sanctification is a, is a journey of dependence, hmm. it's a journey of dependence, constantly communing with your father to learn a way, yes. Constant. You must. You must not come to the point where you just feel like, yeah, you have gotten it right. No, you have not gotten it right. What you are going to do is that you must have that consciousness that, for every moment, there's a way.
1: Mm.
0: For it, a man that a man that has not learned dependence cannot cannot be cannot learn sanctification. It's not possible because mm. the problem. The thing about it is that any journey in in our Christian walk. is um, is a journey that is in our christian work is a journey that where the strength of man must be uh, must be annulled you must come to the place that your own strength must give way Mm -hmm. that's right you may decrease that he may increase and you may decrease john was saying that that he may increase and i may decrease praise the lord so you Mm -hmm. see that in our christian journey your strength must be fine. And when I say your strength, now, when times that we don't understand is that our strength, our, our real strength is our knowledge. Yes, sir. Uh... Our real strength is what we know. Yes, but you sir. will check that before you got born again. All that you know. Eh? I, hmm. would, I would say all you know eh? was not taught by the spirit. Yes, sir. The only, the only good thing about it is that because God, God arranged our life in a way that one way or the other we are we arrive at a new birth. So there are some things that God guided us by his mercy. Do you get know But if we check the grand scheme of what we what we learned before we got born again, you realize the fact that flesh is an is um is uh is is a conglomer- conglomeration of flesh.
1: Hmm.
0: Even, even the ones that, even you, you see, you see that many of our actions, even after we got born again, was an outplay of human intelligence. Yes, sir. And and human intelligence is not um, in 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 um in the same is not um in in agreement with the part of the spirit. Praise on the Lord. So you now see that for a man to be free from sin, only Jesus knows what to what to how to lead that man to undo ungodly nature.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The ungodly nature inside every man. Only Jesus knows it. Praise God. He said, Who by nature are children of even as others continue. Verse 4. But God, you see? But God. That means when you say but that means they stopped something. They, they stopped the continuation of something. Mm. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, where with he loved us. Verse 5. Even when we're dead in sin, at quicken, you see. Quickened us together with Christ. By grace, ye are saved. It quickened us. So a man that is dead needs to be quickened. Mm. But a man that is born again can still be lost. That means ignorance is being lost. You don't know. A man that is quickened might can we can still be ignorant.
1: Yes,
0: sir. You get know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But a man that is dead. Satan is his father.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I was saying last week, I said that's why nobody should say he wants to marry an unbeliever. That's nobody should say I want to marry an unbeliever. Jesus Christ told them you're of your father, the devil. Mm. You can't marry an unbeliever. No matter how cute he or she is, no matter how caring he is. Praise the Lord.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Praise Jesus. Let's go back to Ephesians. Romans chapter 6. Romans 6. Mm-hmm. Romans
2: chapter
0: 6. Yeah, let's continue. Yeah, verse 5 now. Let's go.
2: Verse 5. For if we have been planted together in the liken- in the likeness of his death, we shall also in the likeness of his resurrection. Sure. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, That the body of sin might be destroyed. That henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died... He died unto sin once, but in that he liveth,
0: he liveth unto God. Praise God. You see, he liveth unto God. In other words, um, his living is, when you say that man is living, that living is defined by God. It's God that that defines the living of a Christian. A man cannot just think it out and say, yes, this is what it means to live. Mm-hmm. It is unto God. You know, there's a man dictating what life is to him. He's God. Praise Jesus.
2: Hallelujah. Let's go to verse 11. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yes. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof.
0: So you you can be born again and still be obeying sin. Yes, sir. You can still be yielding yourself to sin. You can still be yielding yourself to unrighteousness, even though you are born again. Yes. Because of ignorance. Praise God, it's possible.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, it's possible. But he's not telling them, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Praise God.
2: Hallelujah.
0: You see that inside of when it, they lost not the world. Yeah, love not the world. You know the things that are in the world. The, the, the things that are in the world are lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. Praise Jesus. You see? See, those things, they are inside man. The sin is not outside. Sin is inside. Yes. Is is uh, what we see outside that triggers that tempts us is because of he has what is inside us has affinity for it.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. In Jesus Christ said the temple of this world came and he found nothing in me. Jesus, mm-hmm. They presented everything in this world to Jesus. He did not move him because those things were not in him. They are not laws written inside him. The reason why they they affect us is because. We, we already have those laws written inside us. So in other words, it's like they have, a, it's like a remote and a remote sensor. Mm. Yes. If you take a remote that doesn't have, that does that the TV doesn't have its sensor, the remote will not work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the remote will not work on that. But take a remote that the TV has its sensor, it will pick it up. Do you get know what I'm saying? So in other words, the world is like a remote control. And we carry the sensor inside us. Those sensors are the laws of this world. Lots of the, lots of the eyes, lots of the flesh, pride of life. Those are, the, those are the sensors of this world inside us. Anytime this world presents itself to us like this, something inside us gets excited.
1: Hmm.
0: It's because we have those the law written inside us. Yes, sir. John chapter, John chapter one was saying that. If any man be tempted, let him not say that he was tempted of God. Do you get what I'm saying? He said, But every man is tempted of his own lust. He's, he's pulled by his own lust. Praise God. Can somebody open? Can you open that scripture to me? It's James chapter one. Sorry. James chapter one. But let him no, no, no. Then here yeah, continue the next one. Let no man say when he's tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. Just God does not tempt anybody. So when the Bible says count it all joy, when we face with trials and temptations, God tries. God does not tempt. God mm-hmm. can try, or Satan so tempts you. But in the truth, God said count it all joy. Yes. Even in temptation, count it joy because that's an opportunity to grow. And in trial too, count it all joy because that's another opportunity to grow too.
2: Mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Hey, let's continue verse fourteen. Um, no, no, no. Satan. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away by his own lust and enticed. You see? Something is drawing you away. Our lust inside us. Satan can can appeal to that lust. Hmm. And he can appeal to it. He knows what to do. He, he's the one that wrote that code there.
2: Oh,
0: I yes. Before we got born again, he wrote those codes inside. Hmm. <laughs> So in other words, knows, he knows he can check this man me. What, there's something I can do that this guy once I do this, something in him will start, will start drawing near because mm-hmm. he's what I put it there. So he knows what to say he knows what to do to, mm-hmm. to, to appeal to that, to the lost inside me. That's why we need grace. Grace is that capacity to say no to that enticement, to that pull. Yes, sir. This is a strength. When Satan starts talking to you, grace will start telling you, it's going to start giving you a way of escape. Hmm. Yes, yes, sir. Grace. That's what grace does. Grace is, uh, like I was saying last week, that grace is like a wisdom playing out. I don't even know if it was a year. I was in in church. I'm not, I can't even remember which one of them. Praise God. I, one of these days, I was talking recently and I was saying that grace is an art play of a wisdom. Praise God, that by the time Satan is talking to you, by virtue of grace that you have embodied, grace will start, um, we start um we start uh exposing the lie to you by the virtue of the wisdom at work inside you, which is grace. Satan will say something, it's a grace will come and tell you, Kai, you know that that is not true. Check the scriptures. You start scripture start playing out inside your mind. You start get your strength will you start you start coming up to and uh, to 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 say no to that pool. Yes. That's grace. You will see that you just know when you say that way of escape, is that no man um for no man any sin, no sin that you commit is um is common to man, but every sin for every sin that God has always made a way of escape. Do you get what I'm saying?
1: Uh-huh.
0: There's always a way of escape. That way of escape is not a physical path, it's a wisdom. You are considering it. you are already considering that temptation, but revelation, understanding, can just show up. That understanding that they bring to you is a way of escape. Once you yield to that understanding, it will undo the pull of that sin.
2: Yes.
0: Do you get what I'm saying? Before you know it. Something that was, ex- that was exciting to you before, you just started because it, it, God just intervened by just bringing a thought to you. Just that thought alone, you just begin to say, Kai, this thing is wrong. Why would I do it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I shouldn't do it. You see, that thing, that that's wisdom or that knowledge that just came to you that makes you start saying that, no, I shouldn't be doing this is God's way of escape. If you yield to it, you notice that you will, uh, the the enticement. If you continue yielding to that spirit, to that understanding, the enticement of sin will start dying. yeah it has come. That thing will not be enticing to you again. You rise above it. Praise Jesus. Oh, yeah. so you Now see where our sin plays himself That there's a written code inside us by constantly yielding to unrighteous thoughts, unrighteous thoughts. Even after we got born again, we were still yielding to unrighteous thought because of ignorance. Natures were being formed in us, habits were being formed in us, ungodly natures, ungodly um 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 pattern of thoughts. We were yielding to it. Now, for us to to be free from it, Jesus Christ has to be revealing his own righteousness to us, his own understanding of righteousness, his yeah. own, his own, his own heart. His own, um, his own mannerisms, his own ways. Praise God.
1: Hallelujah.
0: We've been teaching in Life Meeting, we've been teaching, I've definitely, I've been listening to uh, What Hour 2, I've been li- and here in Edmonton too, and uh, I've been teaching about ways a lot. Praise God. We've been teaching a lot about ways. Ways is, you know, when knowledge has been brought and the wisdom to, to you, to that knowledge is given, a way has been presented to you. Praise God. So you realize the fact that The beginning of it is that knowledge will come. God will start bringing knowledge, which is precept, like I've been talking about. Precept upon precept. Knowledge. That's knowledge. Understanding will start coming. Now, a time will come that when they want to unveil way to you, the wisdom to yield to that knowledge will start coming. They will start animating knowledge in front of you. They will start animating it. The demonstration of that knowledge. How a man should carry out, how that knowledge should play out in the normal or real life. That's ways. Praise God.
1: Hallelujah. And
0: if a man can yield to it and walk in it,
1: mm-hmm. praise God,
0: you start seeing that many things, you start you start undoing many things.
1: Mm-hmm. Many things,
0: start, you start gaining strength above many things. Yes. Praise God the Lord. Hallelujah. So you see that there's no way man can be free from sin except he is led by the Spirit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the Spirit yeah. that knows the way the soul has been configured for sin. So he has to lead the man in a way that contradicts that configuration. So a man can be, you see, a man can have a scene like maybe he can tell a lie, he can lie. Praise God. Another person is that it's not even that he can lie, but he can exaggerate. <laughs> I remember sometimes when I was when I was young. Maybe because I want the gist to be sweet. Mom. You know, there's a, there's a way you want that gist to be sweet. Like if you if you say if you if you if you are there and you say thirty people, the thing will not sound strong. You just say like one fifty. Ah, there plenty. <laughs> you
1: see,
0: because you just want it that by the time you are saying the thing, everybody will just be vibrating. Like, ah, car. Oh boy. What you go? Maybe maybe you gave give a, um a presentation in class. You gave a presentation in class, and you know people responded well, but the way they responded, if you say the G's like that, it will not be sweet. <laughs> so by the time you get to your your your, your house and you're, you're talking to your roommate, oh boy, if you see this presentation today, eh? maybe your, your lecturer just clapped for you. You will not say just clap. I will he just clap? No, this thing will not be sweet now. You say car. By the time I was done like this, the lecturer stood up, and <laughs> he was talking for me, and telling me, "Wow, you did great!" He was talking for like five minutes and repeating what I was saying. Bah, 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 ah but ah, good boy. No, it's just clap. This guy clap. You see, exaggeration. You see, when God wants to undo that thing, the way he will, the way he will do it for one brother, they exaggerate. The, the leading for one brother, they exaggerate. Might be the different leading for another brother, they exaggerate. Yes, the uh, Jesus Christ is he knows the way the thing was configured. Wow. He knows the way the thing was configured. The, the way this one's exaggeration was configured can be different from the way the other brother's exaggeration is configured. So you will now see that a man cannot just use formula to undo that thing. Wow. It's not just one formula. No, he has, he has to yield to the spirit. Yes, sir. They have to, they have to subject him to a certain path to undo hmm. the exaggeration. No. Now you might say, that ah, just exaggeration. You don't know what exaggeration, you don't know all that things that exaggeration is actually fitting. Because all those things are intertwined. So that, see, let me tell you something. When they say um, it was perfect in beauty, full of wisdom, don't underestimate, underestimate that wisdom. Praise okay. on the Lord. Don't ex- underestimate that wisdom. That wisdom is high. So you now see that sanctification is <laughs> sanctification is something that a man must be humble enough and meek to come to the Lord every day for revelation of the path of righteousness.
1: Hmm.
0: Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Romans. Romans
2: chapter six. Hmm. Verse 13.
0: Yeah, let's go to verse 13.
2: Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, mm-hmm. but yield yourselves unto God
0: mm-hmm.
2: as those that are alive from the dead.
0: Yeah. And your yeah. Neither yield yourselves members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead. Mm-hmm. And your members are you of righteous God. Thank you very much. Can you continue again? Sorry, I have to repeat that. I'm so sorry.
2: No problem, sir.
0: Verse 14
2: mm-hmm. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Right. Continue, continue. Just continue. What then shall we sin? What then shall we sin because we are, no un- we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members' servants to uncleanness and to iniquity, unto iniquity, even so now yield your members' servants to righteousness, unto holiness. For when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit had, had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? Mm. For the end of those things is death. Mm. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruits unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Praise God. Do- Hallelujah. Let's
0: stop here. Praise God.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Praise Jesus. So you see that um, being free from sin, you must be yielding yourself to righteousness. Yes, and sir. And because we have been yielding ourselves to unrighteousness before, that unrighteousness is the ungodly way that Satan has worked out in this world. Nobody needs to write on the board to teach you unrighteousness. Spirits will teach you. They'll just paint images in your eyes consistently. And because you are not born again, you don't know any other way apart from what has been painted in your eyes. So you just yield yourself to it continuously. Mm-hmm. That's how you get born again. They tell you that something is bad. You'll be confused. Like, ah, why is it bad? It's because, because you yielded yourself to something that you never knew there was another way or mm-hmm. another lifestyle to you too. So it became your your life. It became our our reality.
1: Mm.
0: It became our world. So by the you start presenting something else to us, you'll be confused. Like, ah, what are you saying? That This cannot be wrong. It's because that has been your truth for so long. Yes. That's been your truth for so long. They, when they present other truths to you, it contradicts your regular truth, your normal truth. So it staggers the soul. But a time will come that if truly, truly, a man wants to serve God, even even those, even though that truth staggers you, you still sit down to consider it and say, wow, well, if this is God talking, mm-hmm. let me, I don't understand it, but let me just, let me pay attention. Yes, Let sir. me pay attention to it. Praise God.
2: Hallelujah. Is
0: that seeing how much we love God. Gradually, because you start seeing, even though something that might not even look um that that might that might look foolish, that looks unreasonable, but by virtue of the fact that you just want to know God, you put a consideration to it. Praise God. But mm-hmm. you now see that it is the foolishness, things it is the foolish things of this world that God wants to use to confine the wise. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. For, for, for salvation to happen, for sanctification to happen, for freedom of sin to happen, a man must be willing to yield to foolishness, things that sound foolish to his world. You must be okay yielding to it. You must be very okay with it. That means you must you'll be you'll be, you must be very comfortable looking, having um being comfortable that your lifestyle contradicts the norm of this world
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah these things are very you know it can sound simple but when you're in the situation that's when you will know mm-hmm. how, how how tough it can be yes sir. But Satan has put a lot of shame around the gospel
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of shame i'll give you an example um i don't know if i've given this example before um after after i got after i got born again so, like three years after I got born again, three years after I got born again, or four years, I was in the office one day. You know, just share is like the office was like a shared space. You have your own table. So, we're like one, two, three, four, four tables in one office space. I have my table, all I have up their table. Praise God.
2: Hallelujah.
0: I have my table, all I have up their table. Mm-hmm. So, We're just distant generally, and um, I'm a Christian, so I don't join some conversations. But Mm -hmm. they they just talk about sex generally. You know, they are so open about it; they don't even care. Office space very unprofessional, but Mm -hmm. it's okay (laughs) because that's the what this world has turned into.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So I didn't join them in the conversation. So one woman, one lady, just felt very curious to ask me because of the way they talk that. I don't join this conversation. So the woman asked me a question like, uh, Femi, um, is it that you don't have sex? Ah. You know, that's when she said it now. That's where she asked the question, bluntly, because I don't join the conversation. And I was telling her that, well, I'm a Christian and I've not had sex in years. The woman looked so concerned for me. Yeah. She was so concerned. It was like I had a problem that needs to be solved.
2: You look at
0: now, at that point, I can be looking like, hey, it's true. This one that <coughs> I'm the only one that does not even. <laughs> I start looking at myself that well, maybe this is true, I have a problem. But you must be comfortable. And I had to tell her, yes, I'm a Christian and my my faith does not permit it. So I intend to keep myself till I get married. She was concerned for me like I needed a therapist. So you see that at that point, if you are not strong, you Satan can enter your mind and
3: mm. start
0: talking. But you must come to the point where you are comfortable with contradictions of this world. Very comfortable contradictions. Mm. Yeah. You must be very comfortable with contradictions of this world. Very comfortable. Bye. That's the way God. Our journey will be smoother if you have come to that point. See, on the, on this part part of righteousness, you must be stubborn.
3: Yeah.
0: Stubborn yes. in righteousness. Stubborn in the way that maybe there's a sin you are trying to overcome. You fall today, you stand up again. You start, you start worrying against that same sin. You mm-hmm. fall to worry again, you stand up again. You must be like stubborn, like dogmat, dogged dog the dogged. Mm. You fall to worry again. You fall three times a day, you stand up again mm. and start worrying against so you. You keep fighting. You know, the part of righteousness is like maybe maybe there's one. I don't know if um some of some people were bullied. Mm. So yeah, thank you very much. For considering him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. Lest ye be wearied and faint in your mind. You see? Jesus Christ did not faint. He did not say, I oh, you know, let me rest today. Praise God. You know, it's like the journey is like um it's like I don't know if somebody has been bullied in school. Maybe there's one big guy that usually bully you. Mm-hmm. Today, if you see someone that is stubborn, you they will beat you, you will beat him today, he will stand up again, he will still fight again. Until we gain strength, gain strength against that bully, and one day we end up beating that bully. Mm. That's just the imagination that is in my mind. Like you must come to the point where you must be dogged that yes. this thing I overcome you. You must come to the point where you just you you end you wake up you stand up again you run back to God. I'm not giving up. You fall again, you stand up again. <laughs> Yes, That's sure. you. when you exercise, it's just when you start exercising yourself against something, you are gaining strength against it. Have you for those that go to the gym? At the beginning, maybe you are carrying um 40, 40 kilograms. It can be so heavy in your hand at the beginning, but as you continue, you continue your configuration. time you come 40 kilograms, be uh, will not be um somebody should mute. I can hear somebody's voice. Can you please mute? Thank you very much. A time will come, 40 kilograms will not be heavy in your hand again. Yes, sir. But came that 40 kilogram, that 40 kilogram. Do you get know what I'm saying? Yes, so sir. you keep on exercising yourself and doing it continuously. By the great, by that's what grace does. When you begin you continue yielding to the knowledge of God, you are gaining strength. You are gaining strength. Play, praise God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go to the manual now. I just, I just quickly painted a picture in our eyes. I hope we're blessed. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Yeah. So um, I'm on page 87, the second paragraph. Page 87, second paragraph. Okay. Yeah. By the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, a man was fully set free from sin and death. I've, I will just read it because I just are the things I just explained. Hmm. By the death and burial, by the death and um praise God, by the death and burial, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ, man was fully set free from sin and death. But for man to come into finished work, he needs to believe in the resurrection of in the resurrected Jesus. Um, Jesus, Jesus, who is our Lord, resurrected Lord, that's Jesus with his heart, you see, um, um, Romans 10, 10, with the heart a man believes on righteousness, with the mouth he confesses unto salvation, praise God.
3: Hallelujah.
0: Praise Jesus, with the mouth he confesses unto salvation. Yeah, okay, verse, Romans 10, 9, sorry. Yes, thank you very much. Uh-huh. Um, and confess with his mouth. In other words, Jesus Christ, the day, now let me quickly explain this. The day Jesus Christ died on the cross
1: mm-hmm.
0: and resurrected the third day, every single thing about salvation was finished. Mm. Everything. When Jesus Christ said it is finished, he meant it. it is actually finished. But for a man to come into it, he must believe it. He must come into first believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and He finished that work on the cross. <clears throat> Praise God.
3: Hallelujah. You see,
0: he must first believe it. Mm. Can we go to verse 8 of this same scripture quickly? Just verse 8. But what's said the, the word is thee, even in the mouth and in the heart, that is the word of faith. Which we preach. Continue. Verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. See, this is new birth. This is when you want to get somebody born again. This is what you see. This is what the person says in sincere heart. Praise God.
2: Hallelujah.
0: This is what the person says. This is a new birth confession. You just need to confess Jesus as his Lord. Believe it and confess it as his Lord. He will be born again. He will be saved. He will be born again. As long as he believes that Jesus Christ is his Lord and died on the cross. Praise God.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Jesus Christ already finished it. In fact, the Bible says that Jesus Christ died for the sin of the world. Mm-hmm. Does it mean that the whole world is saved? No, yes. those that believe that are saved. Yes, do you say There was a doctrine like that when I was on campus. Sorry, I'm only mentioning many of the doctrines that I had on campus. When you go to when just campus generally was a very dangerous place. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different world entirely. Wow, especially the school that I attended Unilag I don't different doctrines were just flying around in that place. I don't know how that happened. Praise God. There was a doctrine that was flying around there. It was being preached by a ministry. That ministry is gone now. It doesn't even exist again. It was called pleroma. A... We were, were hungry. We got born again. We are hungry. We went to everywhere. Praise God. I know one of our brothers, Ah, <laughs> uh, Pastor Sheku, he knows you very anyway. well. Praise God. That place is a deadly place. Different type of doctrine was just showing up in that place, different types. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. The 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 doctrine they were teaching there is that because of that, um John is it John chapter four, where Jesus Christ and the woman now went to Telegram. Where is that um? in that scripture that when Jesus Christ arose again, everybody got born again. In the world. It's just that um, we were born into ignorance. Praise God! So they are now that that new birth thing they were annulling it. Did, can you hear me? Praise God! Can anybody hear me?
2: Yes, sir. But sorry, sorry, we're breaking for. A
0: break. yeah, yeah, I noticed I broke, but I was breaking because my internet. Yeah. So the the doctrine there was that um, uh, everybody is born again. It's just that they are born into ignorance. So that they don't, when they preach to somebody, they don't preach, confer, uh, confess to us as your Lord. They just start telling the person what Jesus Christ has done and they should just begin to yield to righteousness, which is, and you now see, one of the problem that that thing has is that many people were not born again, but they were in that fellowship. Wow. Yes. Hey. Because they never believed in new births. Because they believe that everybody is already born again. They will not be teaching dead spirits, scripture. (laughs) But you know the end of it now. By the time one brother impregnates another sister and you see one brother, different type of things started happening in the fellowship. We all know that (laughs) this doctrine is a problem. Praise Jesus. So you see that Every, a a man, even though Jesus Christ finished the work on the cross, unless a man believes in new birth, he's still dead. Mm, Yeah. Unless a man confesses Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, he's still dead. He's still dead. He has to be born again. You can't teach a man that is not born again. When a man is not born again, when I'm talking to somebody, in fact, when I'm counseling in church, sometimes, and somebody start asking questions, I'm struggling with this, I'm struggling with that, I'm struggling. The first question always is, "Are you born again?" We always start from there, because you're in church it doesn't mean you are born again.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. I, and you know some of these. That question always sound very insulting sometimes, but I'm a pastor. I have experience. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I've seen things. Hmm. Mm. I've seen a man that was never born again become choir leader. A
2: lack of
0: yeah. How did he get there? So nobody should be assuming that everybody in church is born again because they are submitting well in church. Don't assume it. In fact, even in our midst, um, that we are teaching word of righteousness, I don't even make that assumptions. Assumption.
1: Yeah,
0: Do you get know what I'm saying. Yeah, we don't we don't assume here. We still ask that question. So I want to hear your salvation story sometimes.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, we want to hear it. We don't make assumptions here. Praise God. So a man is is still dead unless he confesses Jesus Christ as his Lord. Yes, sir this act of faith permits the Holy Spirit to recreate our spirit to a brand new spirit. Praise God. A new creature. The spirit, the spirit of a man that just got born again is a creature, but is new. Praise mm-hmm. God. Okay. But that spirit is still a creature, but it's a new creature. Praise God. Is a new creature. Permits the Holy Spirit to create the Spirit to a brand new spirit, a new creature, one that never existed before, one exactly like the resurrected Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This mm-hmm. experience, new birth, however, happened to only our spirit. Only our spirit. Our souls and bodies still needs to be saved. Our soul and body still need to be saved and made new also.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: The saving of the soul and eventually the body is the reason for church meetings. Praise yeah. God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So you see, when the Bible is talking about creation, if you go to the old, um, the Genesis, Creation happened at once, pam. Right? Yes, sir. God created man, male and female. Created e them. Do you get know what I'm saying? He created creation happened boom. But when it came to formation in chapter, in chapter two, praise God. God started describing the process of formation.
2: Mm, yeah. Yes, sir.
0: Verse seven. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. You see, that was a formation, was a process. Creation was instant. Formation was a process. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying?
2: Yes,
0: sir. So, in other words, getting born again to creation, which is new birth, creation of your spirit man is instant. Boom. But formation, which is a our soul and our body aligning with the finished work of Jesus Christ
1: Mm. is a process. Yes,
0: sir. That process is done in church. Mm. The reason for church, why you go to church on Sunday, why you come to life meeting on Saturday morning, why you go to life feast on Wednesday, why you are here today, why you go to Bible study in church, is for formation. Formation is first sanctification. Anytime mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you are hearing formation, your first thought that you first press your mind, first think of sanctification.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have, you know that we know that because you overcome sin doesn't mean you have learned all of God. God and sin are not on the same page.
2: Yes.
0: God is not equal to sinlessness, God is higher than sin. Yes, sir. For you to learn God, you if you have broken out of sin doesn't mean that you have learned all of God. Yes, sir. Yes. God is not equal to sin. After overcoming, after overcoming sin, you still have a lot to learn in God. Do hmm. you know what I'm saying? God is like there's is there's a life in God that you break into to learn after overcoming sin is a veil. Hmm. That, yes, is hiding, that is hide, blinding us from the true life of God. So when a man breaks out of sin, you now see God's life in his full purity. That yes. life has to be lent to live out the entire life of God. Yes, sir. So there's more to God's life than overcoming sin. But first of all, can you first overcome sin? Mm. Do you get what I'm saying?
1: God's
0: yes, high, higher than sin. So, for us to we'll learn God's life, and the first step is to overcome sin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, you know, definitely after this teaching, there'll be question and answer. So, we'll, that question and answer will deal with many things. Praise God. But when, so when we're talking about formation, let your thought. First thing that thought should come to is your first thought when you are talking about formation. Think of sanctification. Mm. that's what the realm of Christ's nature who is our sanctification does the nature of Christ sanctifies Christ is a lifestyle Christ is a nature
2: Mm.
0: yes Yes. Yes. let me go back to our souls and bodies still need to be saved and made new. The saving of the soul and eventually the body is the reason for church meetings. Why the epistles were written to the church in the New Testament, to us also, though our spirits are saved, our that means the spirit of a believer is saved. Our soul and bodies are not yet saved. Mm-hmm. Let's quickly open to um 1 Peter chapter 1, let's read from verse 5 to 9. Let's start from 3, actually. Let's start from 3. Betty, please, can you read from verse 3 for me, please? Okay, sir. First
2: mm-hmm. Peter chapter 1 from verse 3. Blessed mm-hmm. be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Mm -hmm. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, Mm -hmm. do now for a season, if need be, Ye yeah, are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Hmm? That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of
0: Jesus Christ. Wait, just wait for me. No, so this one is talking about the trial of your faith. You're already born again. Now they are trying your faith. Yes, sir. Yeah. You're born again, but there's something called trial of your faith. What trial of your faith is leading to? He said that trial of your faith being much more precious than gold that pressure, Though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearance of Jesus Christ. So the essence of trial of your faith is for Jesus Christ to what? To appear. Yeah. You get know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not going to say appearance of Jesus. It's not um, is it, <laughs> not rapture, because that means <laughs> that Rapture has not happened. That means that those that have died, Jesus Christ never appeared. Yeah. That means this scripture is not talking about those. That means it means that anybody that died before rapture, Jesus Christ never appeared in him. So this thing is not rapture. Mm. Jesus Christ will appear in a man or be revealed in a man. And the way Jesus Christ is revealed in a man or Jesus Christ will find expression in a man is that they will try his fate. Yes. Fire. That's actually the process of sanctification. Mm. They will try your faith. They will bring contradictions around you. That's the trial of your faith. You see, so when they're talking about suffering, suffering is that that, that um, teaching, that pathway. Praise God. Suffering is a pathway that, that brings discomfort to flesh.
2: Yes.
0: Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, Suffering is that pathway that brings discomfort to flesh. Suffering is designed to suffocate flesh. Hmm. Yes, uh... Mm sir. Suffering is designed to suffocate flesh. So suffering is not poverty. Suffering is not supposed to make you depressed. Mm -hmm. When somebody is going through the suffering that Jesus Christ prescribes, joy will be available the one that is prescribed by Jesus.
1: Mm.
0: Even though you will see, you will the thing will be uncomfortable for you, but you just know that you cannot be sad inside. Yeah. Because something that God arranged. You'll be going through it, but you just know that you have grace to go through it.
3: Mm.
0: Any process that you are going through that is causing you to be depressed, Go back to God. Let him show a perspective to you. His own perspective in that situation to you. Some of those things, you might have to like pray against it. If it's not God that brought you there. And if it's God, you will need grace to go through it.
2: Yeah.
0: Do you get what I'm saying? If yes. it's God that permitted it, he will give you grace to go through it. If God did not permit it, you can cast it out. Yes. Yeah. You can refuse it. Praise Jesus. Let's go to verse 8. you will now see that trial, you now end up somewhere. Verse 8, please.
2: Verse 8. Whom mm-hmm. having not seen, ye love, in whom thou now ye see him not,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yet believe him. Mm-hmm. He rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of
0: glory. See, see, you see, the when you are when you are talking about trials that God prescribed, one thing you see is that you rejoice with joy unspeakable. Mm-hmm. These is, the, uh, is the symptoms of trials that Jesus Christ takes a man through. Mm. You see, when that perspective is revealed that this is the path that I'm taking you through, when Jesus Christ explains, begins to let you know that this is the path I'm taking you through, do you get what I'm saying? Check Job. At the point, Job was confused, but the point where he realized that, ah, God is involved here, is 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 what, he, what he's saying changed. Yes. You see, his words changed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not that the thing ended immediately. But immediately he encountered God in that situation. Things, what he started saying started changing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you get know what I'm saying? So it wasn't what he was saying at the beginning that he started saying again. After God reached out to him, after God asked him just a few questions, just a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Do you get know what I'm saying? Yes, Can you put a hook into the sea and catch up a Leviathan? You know those kind of questions like that. Were you there when I created the seas and I put the pillars of the earth? Do you even know the pillars that hold the earth? Hmm. Yeah, the pillars of the heaven struggle and care astonished at his at his reproof. You see, Vastly, he divided the sea with his power, and by the understanding, he was smited through the proud. You see, you see those kind of those questions, those simple questions that God just started asking him before you know it, many his perspective started changing. So when when, when that trial is God, is because it's, it's taken through a pathway that we suffocate flesh. Let's go back to yeah, first Peter. Thank you very much, sir. You see, and once you start seeing is that when that perspective of the pattern that God is pre- presenting to you starts coming, there'll be something inside you called joy. It's because knowledge is playing out in that path, mm. understanding is playing out, ways are playing out. There'll be something called joy unspeakable and full of glory. Mm. That's the point where you say count it all joy. You will now begin to count it joy. You are going through it, but you are counting it joy. Because it's a part of salvation. You are seeing ahead. You are seeing a hope ahead. By the time I finish this process, I wonder the kind of woman being I will be. You, there will be joy in you. Just imagining the kind of person you will be after overcoming this process. Do you hear know what I'm saying? Praise Jesus. Now, verse 9, what does he, what he now say? What are you receiving?
2: Receiving the
0: end of your faith. Even the salvation of your soul. soul, You see? So you see that that process of salvation of the soul is a process. New birth is quickening. You got born again, instant. Salvation of the soul, process. Process of going through trials and knowledge and understanding and yielding to righteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you... As we are teaching this now, start meditate. That Romans chapter 6 is something that every Christian should meditate on. Every Christian should meditate on it. Every Christian should meditate. I'm telling you, every Christian should meditate on Romans chapter 6. He said, It is our souls and our bodies that the Bible, New Testament written, demands to be sanctified, separate, holy. Praise Jesus. Aha, praise God. Hallelujah. It's obvious I can't finish today, but definitely next week I'll finish. And if I can't finish next week, God will give us grace to continue. I will not rush this thing. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, we'll now go to the carnal Christian definition of holiness and the Bible teaching of holiness. Praise God.
1: Hallelujah.
0: I will will start reading from from the manual of first then we'll go into scriptures and uh, there's a scripture that I want to I want us to quickly read before I move on uh where's the scripture is in Colossians let no man begin to deceive you with uh, uh with um what's that scripture again with what what to eat, what to drink, all those kind of things. I think it's Colossians chapter, I think it's chapter three. No, Colossians, not Colossians. It's Colossians, exactly Colossians. We were talking about um uh hmm. hold on I'll find it. Uh, wait, saying, don't let any man condemn you of um, what you eat, what you drink. And yes. beguile you with enticing words. No, no. Can we go to verse 19 of this one? Maybe it's this one. Or verse 16. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is it. Yes. Just stay there then. I will start reading the Bible now. Just, just stay here, please. Now, holiness. A sensual and carnal believer defines holiness and sanctification majorly from the outward appearance and looks. Mm. Uh, I remember um I've I have a when we were on when I was on campus in um Unilag you know, like then, there were some group of believers, I won't mention the denomination. Their definition of holiness is that they don't laugh. They don't laugh too much. They have to be serious. When they laugh too much, it's carnality. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. They, there were some that, in fact, you cannot use, if you use a soap that has perfume in that fellowship, like a perfumed soap, you're already a sinner. Really? Mm. Yes. The soap must not smell. Mm. Now imagine you now spray good that person you are spraying, you are using you are using perfume, so they are calling you just spray gushy perfume to fellowship. Mm. You, you know the kind of sin you just committed. Mm. Praise God. Now the mindset is that this your smell will start calling at, attention to you.
1: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. That when you are smelling good. You start calling attention. Your brother will smell you and begin to lust. I don't understand that. Praise God. But that was their own definition of willingness. And they believed it. Mm. Yeah. They actually believed it. Now, some of them, eh, they can be mean. See, I'm talking from experience now. They can be extremely judgmental. Wow, I remember one of them like that. That somebody a Christian made one mistake, just a simple mistake that you can just see the person down and just point the person. The way they lambasted the person, they were so, it was so mean.
3: Right.
0: the person just had the weakness? The reason is because they the 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 their definition of righteousness is not being bettered by the spirit, it mm-hmm. is outward appearance. And Mm. show of show of strength, Mm. which is still filthy rag before God, because they can show outward expression of holiness, but they don't have compassion. Yeah, you see, there's no compassion. They don't know how to have compassion on people. They don't know how to see somebody that's committed sin and see from the angle of his weakness just to and to strengthen the person out of it. Mm. Yeah. So, outward appearance, you see that he, he believes that by certain do's and don'ts, he is sanctified, the pleasing God, of God and Father. But holiness, sanctification, according to the scripture, is what the Lord works out by his word and by the Holy Ghost in us. Praise God. You know, the Bible says in the Proverbs chapter, I think it's 25. was it? The spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord that searches the inner belly. Do you get know what I'm saying? That belly is not stomach, it's not the stomach that you have in Jesus. And that belly is your soul. So do you get know what I'm saying? That belly is your soul. He said the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. In other words, the spirit of a man is the one. Yeah, 20. Thank you. The spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Do you know what I'm saying? That belly is your soul. The spirit of the man is the one that estrates the soul and sees weaknesses that needs to be dealt with. And by the virtue of the spirit of God, we begin to minister revelation to that part. So you, but a man cannot, by virtue of his own formula of righteousness, save himself. Make make himself sanctified. Do you get what I'm saying? So So you see that those kind of uh, sanctification of do's and don'ts is always always unto condemnation because you will see that people people will be doing those things but you will not see life at work in them. Satan Satan enjoys those areas. In fact, Satan will start prescribing more to you. They will start prescribing more and you will see that you can be so elevated and proud because your that's that's that righteousness is not better from dependence yes you see any sanctification that is not birthed from dependence on God is filthy rag before God because God has to be the one to prescribe sanctification to a man he has is one that has the X ray of a man's sanctification process. So anyone that any sanctification that is not prescribed by God is still ungodliness because that's a show of a man's strength. But by by no harm of flesh shall a man prevail. Praise God.
1: Yeah. So you
0: said, uh sanctification according to the Scripture is the Lord out by his word and by his spirit unto us. Let's go to Galatians chapter 3. Let's read from verse 1 to 3. Praise God. Before, let's quickly go to Galatians. We'll come back to this collection chapter 2. Oh, fully Galatians, who had bewitched you that ye should not obey the truth before those eyes Jesus Christ had been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Let's go to the next one. This only would I learn of you received ye spirit of the of the by the works of the law, or by the hearing of, do you see, by the what? Hearing of faith.
3: Yes.
0: How did you receive this word? Is it by the works of the law? Do's and don'ts? Or by the hearing of faith? When you say hearing of faith, by the hearing of revelation word. Yes. Verse three. Are ye so foolish, having begun in the spirit? Yes. Are you now made perfect by the flesh? Now, Paul was, um, was addressing something. Galatia is a gentile church. They became born again. And some, some Pharisees that got born again but have not been healed of their Jewish religion came among them and started prescribing righteousness to them according to the Jewish religion, which is the law. And Paul started addressing those things. Some of them were even telling that they need to be, they need to be circumcised. Do you know what I'm saying? That no matter what, even if you are born again, if you are not circumcised, you will not be saved. He started telling them some of those things. So Paul started telling them that, no, circumcision or no circumcision, if you are circumcised and you don't obey righteousness, you are still circumcised.
3: Yes, sir.
0: So he now said, have you be gone in the spirit and ye now made perfect by the flesh? Praise Jesus. So you will now see where this thing is coming from. That if your sanctification is not being prescribed by the spirit, it's still unrighteousness because that's a show of your strength. Let me now give you an example. Let me even give you an example. Let's say you have you have a roommate or a friend that the Lord led in a certain way to overcome something. Hmm? And you two now have that same weakness. You now want to. Overcome that same weakness, and you now decide to go and do the same thing the person did. It doesn't mean that you will be healed. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. You don't. Let me let, let me explain this again. Let's say the Lord wants to heal me of covetousness and ask me to give. Okay. My sister too is struggling with covetousness. God might not tell her to give. My God might take her to another path. Do yeah. you
1: get
0: know what I'm saying? But that sister, because he has seen the other our friend giving to overcome that weakness, she too can start 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 giving too. Ah yes, if I give, I overcome it. And you now see, you now look at, you now realize the fact that the person is giving, but nothing is changing, because yeah. that might not be bit prescription of his spirit against our own covetousness. Yeah. Do you, do you get what I'm saying?
1: Yes,
0: that's why every weakness must be must be addressed by the revelation of the word
3: mm.
0: unto you. And see, that's one of the essence of pastors in our life. Let me really touch this. The reason why you have a pastor is you, a pastor is a man that has gone ahead of you has experienced things, has experienced God in a certain way.
1: Mm.
0: Do you get what I'm saying? That when you come to your pastor and, he explain, and you explain your weakness to him, by virtue of the um, grace of God on that pastor, your pastor can just extract you and know what to tell you, the counsel to give you. Mm. Now, two people can come to that pastor yeah, for the, with the same issue. And the counsel it will give each of them will be different. Yeah. Do you understand? So. Because by virtue of grace, you can just express so and see the pathway of that sin. You can even extract. You can even when person start talking to you, you can see where that sin is coming from. You can see where that nature came from. You can see where, over time, it built, It it built. That's true. So
1: you
0: can just see where the thing. Um, um uh, which word do I use? Can I just see the the direction of where it, it was. It, it was um, it, you were led to become like that. And by the time that pastor begins to extract, you just say, you know, act like this, act like this, do this, do this. If you can do this, we can do this. God will help you. Another person can come with the same issue, and you have a different counsel for the person, but the person will still arrive at healing. Praise God. That means. It's not do's it cannot be do's and don'ts. It has to be the Holy Ghost prescribing a pathway, that way of escape is a wisdom that the Holy Ghost will bring because it's the only one that can extract the configuration of that thing inside you and give you a leading that will actually undo it. So do's and don'ts will not solve it. Praise God. It takes the leading of the leading and dealing of the Lord by the Holy Ghost to come into God's kind of holiness. Salvation in the body and soul. One example of outward salvation, holiness, is the issue of dress code for a believer. Praise God. Now, let me. Uh, this example of dress code is very common. Um, somebody can say, don't wear trousers. Anybody that wears trousers is a sinner. You can see. But, Wearing wearing trousers or not wearing trousers is not the problem. Because a man a woman can wear skirts, very long one, and be and still be seen in, like be seen in seriously. I will not mention the scene, thing, different scenes that if all like, that can wear skirts can be committed. I've seen somebody that ties stuff tie scarf, start, start everything, wear long skirts, but can still, like steal. Very skillful in the in the act of stealing. But can tie scarf, does not use perfume. Mm. But very quick. Very skillful. The hand is very fast. Mm. Praise God. So you realize that because you tie scarf, does not change. In fact, some people will hide them, the thing they stole inside the scarf.
3: Really matter.
0: Oh. Praise God. So you now realize the fact that this scarf is not a problem. That scarf is not anything. But also, the scripture prescribes modesty. So you see the balance there. Any anybody, even because even brothers, there's a way you dress that only goes to that area, this one is too much. It's not that you are dressing too nice. You Know there's why you can wear tight shirts only, are you are going to fellowship. Holy Ghost, they go and change that shirt. Uh-huh. Do you get what I'm saying? There's uh-huh. a way you can dress. Holy Ghost will tell you that just can you just consider the sisters in fellowship? If you dress like this, you will distract many people. Uh-huh. So it's not only brothers that get tempted, even sisters get tempted. Praise God. So you see, but because but that dressing is not, but because you wear big big trousers and big shirts, does not mean that you right you, you are living righteously.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The Bible has admonishes Christians to dress moderately and modest apparel. Praise mm-hmm. Jesus. Another one is um, separation from the world outwardly. Praise God. Many believers believe and practice sanctification from the world by staying all to away altogether. Now we addressed this last week, guys. You are not you are in the world, but not of the world. So separating yourself from the world is not the solution. You can be in. You should. If God wants us to be inside this world, but not be of the world. Of the world is that you agree. Being of the world is that you agree with your mannerisms. You agree with the lifestyle the world pre- presents. That's being of the world. Mm-hmm. I pray that thou may, yeah, I have given them that word and the word, the end, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Of the world is that the, and what makes you not of the world is because you have the word of God, which contradicts this world. So a man to be of the world is that he has the word of the world. In other words, whatever the world is saying, whatever the world is prescribing, the design of this world, you agree with it, then you are of the world. But you can be in the world, and your lifestyle can contradict the pattern of this world. Mm. And that's actually you gain strength, because for a man to gain strength against this world, he must be tempted by this world. God has designed it like that. You will face temptation. And by rising above temptation is the way you overcome the world. So if you separate yourself out of this world, away from this world, I I know I heard one sect like that because they believe that this world is so perverse and everything they carried themselves and took themselves into the bush, and they created a world for themselves inside the bush there. But at the end of the day, inside that same bush, they were maligning each other, they were they were fornicating. Do you get what I'm saying? Inside that same bush, so the problem is not because of they were living in community outside in the world. Do you get what I'm saying? The problem is the world is inside us. Mm. Yeah, that certain sect. The head of that sect was later arrested, but things that happened in that sect were were, were were bad, but they we're living in the bush where they thought that the world did not infect them, but they forgot, they didn't know that the world is not outside. The world is inside them. And it's the world inside us that God wants to heal. So you see some people, they will not watch TV. They will not use electronics. Some people will not even use phone.
3: Mm.
0: Because it is of this world. But that's not what we are saying. So. Mm-hmm. People say they don't even celebrate birthdays, birthdays of the world. They don't, in fact, people don't celebrate Christmas because Christmas is of the world. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Uh, But it's not, that is not what we are saying. Some don't believe in using the world by using electronics, television. Others don't accept and use the present civilization, which truly is not of Christ. For them, this is the way of being sanctified from the world. Good as it may seem. This is not the kind of separation from the world that the scripture teaches. The truth is that every person, including believer, has the world in his soul. It is there in the form of carnality, darkness, mm. ignorance, blindness, veil. Mm. Staying away from the system will not do much because we all already have the seed of the world inside our souls. The best way to fully allow the Lord Jesus to deal with the world within us. No, no. The, the best way to fully allow Jesus Christ to deal with the world within us, the worldly system and the spirit around us is to allow the Holy Spirit lead us.
1: Mm.
0: These are the things I've touched on. I'm just reading the manual for us to uh, emphasize on these things. Praise God. You see? So leading is a wisdom that... Um, that uh, Uh, that can outplay the wisdom of this world. When the Lord leads you, you become smarter than the world. Mm. Mm. The spirit is a swiftness against the world system. You become swifter than the world system. So the world is getting bad, but you know that God has designed it that the gospel can sustain a man no matter how dark the world is. You know, in this present world where we are saying that wow, LGBTQ is taking over, everything is taking over. Let me tell you something. There's a wisdom to to grow in this system and raise your children and they'll be holy.
2: Yes.
0: There's a wisdom. If you can only be led. Praise God. You can be led. Do you know what I'm saying? If you can be led, you'll see that there's a wisdom that you can use to raise your children in this system and they will not be corrupted.
1: Amen.
0: So there's a sweetness in the spirit that God can teach you. That you just know that you can, you just have consistently have an escape against the wisdom of this world. Praise God. The word of the, of God, light, which is light. Which is able to save, deliver our soul from worldliness. This world is the brain work of the fallen cherub. Praise God. Mm. What am I saying? Why are we saying that is a framework of a fallen cherub? When they say falling cherub, cherub is that um when the Bible says that they are um they they are they they they, are, they cover Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have a veil. They 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 actually is a spirit that covers. They can veil you away. You see, those two cherubims by the throne of God, they veil God. Do you get what I'm saying? They cover the throne and they veil Him. That means unless you are permitted to see God, they will, because by virtue of the fact that they are there, you will not be able to see God unless you are permitted to see Him. Let me quickly explain this properly. Let me just come down and explain this. The thing about it is that they are designed that, unless God grants you access into Him, they have a mannerism in them that even if you want to look into God, but you have not been permitted, they will just show you something else that is not that will not make it, that it turn you away from the from that high of God. They have they have that they have that capacity to turn your attention away. So you will see that. In the book of Genesis, they took, um, when the God wanted to block, when, when he blocked the way into the Garden of Eden, he put a cherubim. Yeah. So he drove out man and placed at the east of the Garden of Eden, cherubims and a flaming sword. which turned every man, what? To keep away from the tree of life. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, you'll be wondering like, ah, why cherubim is to keep man away from the tree of life? They have the capacity that they can just they can they can chat a they can chat away for you. If they want to distract you from something, they will just chat another way for you to make you fully distracted from where you are actually intend to go because you are not permitted to go there. Do mm-hmm. you And in your mind, you will think you are going to the right place. They, just, they have that capacity to veil a thing away from you. And how they veil it is not that they just cover it and you're blind to it. How they veil it is that they can channel you in another direction. Mm. That's the word I'm They can just channel you in another direction that you think you are going on the right path, but they were already, they were, you're already lost. So you see, that kind of being fell from heaven. So he has a way of charting a path for man that looks righteous but it's ungodly hey. that's why a man you can tell the man that this lifestyle you are living is wrong and he will argue with you that what do you mean is wrong it's because he has been veiled yes sir so you see that there's this kind of veil there's no way this kind of veil you can use your own brain to undo this kind of veil you have to be always, it has to be by revelation you have to sit down before God and let Him teach you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let you tell yourself, I don't know anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that He can teach us. That's the way they take away veils by mm-hmm. teaching. This world is a brainwork of a fallen cherub, a fleshly canal mind that wants to practice holiness outwardly. Cannot undo the works of the a fleshly kind man that wants to practice holiness outwardly cannot undo the works of the fallen, wicked, evil spirit. It's not possible. How do you want to do it? Because it's a veil, it's a fallen man that has wisdom. You can your own wisdom cannot undo his wisdom. It takes a revealed wisdom to undo it. So it has to be by the spirit. You have to be led. That to be show you. Per second, a mannerism of the spirit that will undo works inside the soul.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It takes the help and leading of the of higher spirits, in other words, a spirit that is higher than the covering cast, to lead you out of that veil. You see, one thing about a veil, the veil of the covering cast is that the veil is not just one cloth covering something. That veil is a world on its own. It's a real world. It's a reality. It's another reality entirely that a man can live in all can live in all his life. It's like a matrix. A yeah. man can live in that veil all his life and he will never know that there's another life outside that place. That's what the, that's what the veil is. That veil is that you, you want to, even if you know there's a world outside it, you want to walk out of it. You can't walk out of it. You just be going in circles. I watched a movie one time. Um, they told a the man not to go into um, a, a place, like a like a, a forest. They told him not to go into a forest, but he shall use stronger he entered into the forest. And because that forest is like a spiritual forest, he kept walking around. He went through the same paths that he came through. As he, as he was going inside the forest, he was marking the road out of the forest, thinking that he can just, when he wants to go out, he will come out through the place he has marked. By the time he entered into that forest, he walked through the place he marked, he still ended up at the same position. He did not know the way out. Do you know what I'm
2: saying? See. He had to
0: die. And, <laughs> and that spirit came to lead him out of the place. Now, when that spirit was leading him out of that forest, it's not the path that he marked that they took him through. They just took him through another path entirely and he was able to come out. So you realize the fact that that's how veil that Satan makes. That's how the veil is. The veil is a world on his own that you cannot just say that, okay, I know how to come out of it. It's a world the man can be lost in. Even when he knows that there's another world outside it, him using his strength to come out, he will always go in circles and still end up on the same point. Mm.
1: That's
0: the way it is. So he has to receive help by the Spirit to come out of that world. And the only person that can that can bring him out of that world is a spirit that is higher than the spirit that is veiling him. That's a wisdom that can undo that veil. Praise Jesus. Amen. He said, and leading of the higher spirit, the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost to set us free from the web of this present evil world. Our works and thoughts, no matter how holy and pious they are, cannot deliver us from the present evil system and arrangements. Praise Jesus. Another one that, please just give me another 10 minutes, I'll soon close. Let me just finish this one, then we'll move on to what we have for next week. Praise God. Another one that we have to look at is wanting to walk in the law of Moses as given to the Jews and forsaking their peaceful life, that is written to the church. Praise God. One good way of telling a carnal believer is that he cannot relate with the thoughts and ways of God. One good way of telling a carnal believer is that he cannot relate with the thoughts of the ways of God that are in the epistles, which are written to the churches. Romans Revelation. Most of such believers go back to the law of Moses and the prophets, to both churn out doctrines and pattern of life. Please understand that we are not saying we are bare from the law of Moses. We are barred from the law of Moses and the scripture of the prophets. No, rather we are to use both the law of Moses and the scripture of the prophets now in the light of the epistles that are written to the church. This is because the foundation of doctrine to the body of the Lord, of our Lord Jesus Christ, has already been laid in the epistles. Let's quickly read Galatians chapter 1. Let's read from verse verse 5. Galatians chapter 1 from verse 5, quickly.
2: Thanks, Leon, verse 5. Yes, thank you. To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Mm-hmm. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. Let's read verse 10. Okay. For do I now persuade men or oh God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ.
1: Yeah, please just continue.
2: Yeah. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. Mm-hmm. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it but by the revelation of Jesus Christ.
0: Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise For God. You... Let's, 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 stay here. let's stay here. So this gospel, I received it by what? By the revelation of what? Jesus Christ. Now, just remember that the person talking here is a was a, a Pharisee. He knew the law.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you get know what I'm saying? He was an expert of the law. He now says that, at this point, what I'm teaching you, eh? I had to I had to forget about the law to learn this yeah not that it will not be the law because the law is intertwined in these two
1: mm-hmm.
0: in fact the New Testament will teach you how to use the law yes people were given the law but they never knew how to use it New Testament will teach you how to understand the law in fact the entire law was pointing to Jesus but nobody knew hmm because if you check it, the sacrifices painted Jesus Christ before every man, but they never knew. That's those sacrifices were painting the Messiah constantly before man, but they never knew. Do you get what I'm saying? So revelation of Jesus Christ himself begin to teach you what the law was actually talking about. Mm. Praise God. So it's not obeying the law that will set a man free.
1: Mm.
0: Praise God. It's the teaching of revelation of the person of Jesus. So you see, there are some Christian doctrine that will start. Mm -hmm. Now, let's go back. That's Colossians chapter 2. Let's go there now. That's where I will close. Praise God. Let Mm -hmm. no man therefore judge you in meat or drink. Betty, just just start reading. Thank you. Okay,
2: sir. 216. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of an holy day or of the new moon, or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Mm. Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshipping of angels, intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, Mm. and not holding the head from which all the body from which all the body by joints and bands having nourishment ministered and needs together increases with the increase of God. Mm -hmm. Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why, as though living in the world, are ye subject to ordinances? Touch not, taste not, handle not, Mm -hmm. which all are to perish with the using after the commandments and doctrines of men, which things have indeed issue of wisdom in in will worship and humility and neglecting of the body, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh.
0: Continue. Okay, we are done. Continue. Thank you. Thank you. Not in any way but of the satisfying of the flesh. Do you get what I'm saying? Praise God. So, even though all these things as look as they as good as they look, they they look like you are having having um a you a righteousness, but they say this thing is leading to satisfying of the flesh. So when a man is giving himself to the law again and not giving himself to revelation, he's still satisfying flesh.
1: Yes.
0: And he said this thing can even puff you up. No. Do you get know what I'm saying? So the law. Yeah, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. Thank you. So these things can puff you up because it can just make you think. And that's one thing I see around Muslims. I have a Muslim co worker like that. He thinks he's holy. And why does he think he's holy? He does not believe in, does not believe in mortgage, he does not believe in um in dancing, does not believe he just he was telling me all those things he does not believe in. And to him, he's holier than me. Mm. Because we dance in church and we dance very well. <laughs> I mean, I have a mortgage that I am paying. And it will save you so much piousness. All oh, right, I see. But left to him is very, very holy. He believes that if Jesus, if um, if he should die today, he's going to heaven. I me, mean, I've told him many times that, bro, me, I know where you are going, you. If you don't give your life to Christ. Praise God. Yeah. Praise Jesus. So Amen. you see that the law, a man can be deceived because he obeys the law. A man can just think that he's holy because he does not eat pork.
1: Mm.
0: And me, when I go to restaurant sometimes, I order ribs. <laughs> Praise God.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Praise Jesus. Now, am I saying that eating pork all the time? You know, obviously eating pork all the time is not even good for you, it's not good for your
1: health.
0: But it doesn't mean that you because you don't eat because you eat pork doesn't mean that you are not holy. Because he said nobody should beguile you with maybe eating of meat, drinking, all those kinds of things. He said, No, 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 that's not it. That's not it. It's the teaching of faith, is the is the hearing of faith that sets you free. faith that sanctify revelation of the word when the word start then the lord starts revealing his word to us and bringing his word to us unveiling the wisdom of his person to us we are being converted and transformed and before we, as a man is transforming the wisdom of the world is 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 disengaging from the wisdom of this world praise god and that is called separation so for a man to be separated he must be taught Let's quickly open to Ephesians chapter 4. Where's that scripture again? In the ignorance of their mind. Ephesians chapter 4. I think it's verse. Is it 20, 18? eh? Having an understanding darkened. being early. Okay. This I say, therefore, test and and testify in the Lord that ye ensport walk not as under Gentiles walk, you see in the vanity of their mind. I'll continue from here next week. Ephesians chapter four, I'll continue from here. Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. Continue verse 20. Who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to walk all uncleanness with greediness. Now, the next thing is that, but you see, but ye have not so lent Christ. if so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. So you must be taught by him. Mm -hmm. Verse 22. That ye put off. You see, if a man is not taught, he does not know how to put off the formal Mm -hmm. conversation. He does not know it. For you to put it off, you must be taught. Praise Jesus. If a man is not ready to sit down to be taught by Jesus, he will never be able to put off the old man's, the formal conversation which is according to this world. He said, then put off concerning the formal conversation the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. Praise Jesus. Okay. Verse 20. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. You see? This is how we, we are sanctified. We have been, as it's been taught by Jesus that sanctifies a man. A man must be ready to sit down, let go of his own knowledge, and sit down and ask Jesus, Teach me your ways. He said, The sinner will he teach his ways. Praise God. He said, The meek will he teach his way. Will he guide in, in judgment? The sinner will he teach his ways. Do you get what I'm saying? That sinner will he teach his ways is that. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Yeah. So you see that the good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, will he teach sinners his way? A sinner that he will teach his way is not just, oh, okay, I'm a sinner, we just teach you because a sinner that teaches his ways is one that has recognized and has agreed that is a sinner and he wants to change. Those are the ones that he will teach his ways. He said, The meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his ways. A meek man is one that agrees that he has issues. Mm. So that it can be taught. If you have not agreed that you have issues, don't worry, you are not meek That's mm. God gives us the spirit of meekness. And you can be in our midst, and because everybody is saying, I mean that I have issues, you know, is a is a language among us. I mean, I have issues, so I'm a sinner. Hey, God help me. You'll be saying the thing, but in your heart, you don't really agree. Mm. So that kind of person, God cannot reach that person. The only person God can reach is a man that has come to that point where he agrees that he's a sinner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Father, Lord, we thank you for this evening. You. you praise you. Let's just begin to thank God. Let's begin to worship him. Let's begin to thank Jesus. All adoration be for me, Lord Jesus. All glory be to you. Blessed be your only name, Lord Jesus. Therefore, we worship you. Thank you, Jesus. All glory be to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, I hope you are blessed today. We'll continue next week. In Jesus' name. God bless you, everybody.